Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast, where we listen into a group of rural firefighters as they give their opinions on the challenges they face both on and off the fireground. We release a new episode every week, so please hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating, and share this with your fire family and friends. Now on to this week's episode, where as always, we ask the question, are you DTFF? Hello and welcome to the Volunteer Firefighter Podcast. My name is Carl and tonight I am joined by four members of my firefighting family. I have Ash. Hello. I have Tom. Hello. I have Scott. Hey. And I have Kev. Hello. And uh, Scott, you got some news for us? Yeah, actually we were just, uh, Todd and I were scrolling through the, there's been a lot of news in the last week and a bit since we last had our, uh, had an episode with us actually on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess the first thing we should mention is the crash of the snowbirds that's right mm. so snowbirds are our version of the blue angels i guess would be yep. the easiest mm-hmm. um so they crashed in oh no one of them crashed one of the uh, planes crashed in Kamloops, and actually hit a house on the way down and unfortunately one of the pilots did not survive yeah they both ejected uh, very low altitude um and then the one uh that landed in the backyard, didn't survive, and the other one had to be rescued uh, off the roof, who was pretty banged up. Right. And the house, uh, I think the people of the house got out just before, just, um, we're like changing here. <laughs> um, the, the people got out <laughs> just before, <laughs> just uh, just as soon as it happened. Yeah. I think so, yeah. And it sounds like the Canvas uh, Fire Department got things under control pretty quickly. Right. With the flames, there wasn't a whole lot of interior damage. Right. Um, the other thing we haven't talked about is the explosion in LA. Mm-hmm. Right. 11 firefighters were injured. Yeah, that was a big mm-hmm. one. The yeah. video from that was quite intense. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't really an explosion. It was more like a, <clears throat> it was like a fireball. Like a fireball. Like, I think really there was probably, like some oil or it was something. butane. Like, yeah, because yeah, it was an oil process, like a right. cannabis oil processing facility. Right. Mm-hmm. And it almost seemed like maybe the butane tanks breached and then the pressure right. gas pushed it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's some they, pressure uh, involved or something. Yeah, it was a driven explosion for sure. Like it was pushed out. Was... Yeah, because when I was watching the briefing from the chief, he was saying how they were inside and then the radio calls were it's getting substantially hotter in here, and then all of a sudden that that started happening. Yeah, that fireball. Because you see him bailing down the ladder, and yeah. they, it seems like they're okay, and then the fireball comes out, and they're yeah. actually getting they're going down through the fireball yeah. on the ladder. Escaping through that that just massive flame. Yeah, yeah, that was an intense, <clears throat> intense blowtorch effect on that ladder when they're on, yeah. on the ladder trying to escape. Mm-hmm. But again, I think that it really spoke to how important our gear is. Like if you look at the pictures of what happened to mm-hmm. all of the equipment afterwards, it's crispy, and the guys mm-hmm. got away with you know some really some like minor burns for what they actually wrote themselves down through. Right. Like mm-hmm. pretty yeah. intense. <clears throat> Right, and then uh, lastly, the uh, Pier 45 uh, in San Francisco burned, which is crazy. <laughs> that, that was a big fire. That was, uh, what, a quarter of the pier was lost, 150 firefighters were on scene. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, so some of the pictures are... Like, and that's one of the fire. iconic piers down there, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's where the... I think it was down there a couple of years ago and it stopped. Yeah. Yeah, we did there too. They had all the restaurants and the little Ferris wheels and stuff like that. Right. We took the kids through there, yeah. Jeez, look at that. It's like a column of fire. Yeah. Mm. Nuts. Yeah. 
some pretty insane news if you think about it mm-hmm. over kind of a week because obviously last week's episode we released was obviously of the video that we did the audio track from from stop the bleeds so we didn't really get in to talk about anything but mm-hmm. uh that's a lot to happen for fire in a in a week right so speedy recovery for everyone who was hurt and you know our thoughts go out to the people that didn't make it mm-hmm. Uh, so this evening we're going to have a bit of a conversation, we're going to start at least with the Wildland, because obviously we just did Wildland certifications, or at least our annual mm-hmm. certification, Scott, so if you want to talk a little bit about what that is and why we do it. Okay, yeah, um, we do, we do, like Carol said, annually, we do a recertification for our practical side of our, uh, our Wildland, uh, for interface fires, so we go over the, uh, basically pumps, uh, digging guards, doing um, some of our hose lines, which we have some new um, kind of new pieces to that that we're doing now, and and then one of our guys, Grant, who's who's actually on a well, what was the episode that was like oh, geez, fifth episode, three, <laughs> edited yeah. heavily because he swore so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Grant actually did uh, trucker Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a talk on topography because he has quite a lot of experience in uh, wildland firefighting. So he, we go to a, we kind of go to the same place uh, most in the last few years, just because it's got really good, uh, it's got kind of rolling hills, little valley, um, heavy winds like we had, um, and it was it's really a good representation of our of our local area. So we go there, and he discusses some topography with the guys, and and they go through um, digging some hand hand or some fire guards, yeah. Which is important when you're uh, choosing your tool when you're scratching guard. Yeah. There's nothing worse scratching a big ass guard with a horrible tool. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> kind of sexual to it. <laughs> my mind was doing this, Scott. Kevin's what? I can see it in Kevin's face. <laughs> it sounds like there's a story to this. Go into the story. What are we scratching with? What tool? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that story. Oh man. Anyways, yeah. Versus the Pulaski versus the Ho, Grub Ho, Scott. Come on. <laughs> and the uh, McLeod tool. Right. Yeah. 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 Because there's, uh, there, as you guys know, there's a lot of our areas where uh, the McLeod tool might look great if it's just like a light grassy area, but if there's too many rocks or if it's a real thick bunch of grass, it's hard to break through. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, actually, Marshall uh, posted Marshall Bass and yeah. messaged uh, Bob. <laughs> said, uh, you ever going to try the McLeod tool? And we do have two or three on our truck. We had mm-hmm. one there. For the yeah, had one there, yeah. 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 Um, but like Todd said, the gra- it, it looks like it's really wheat grass, but it was actually pretty solid. Mm-hmm. So we need the uh, we needed the Pulaski to, um, to loosen up. That's just the go-to. For yeah. Plastic, for yeah. our area. For our uh, Pulaski, yeah. definitely a go-to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then, of course, I... Being a smart ass, I posted to Marshall. I sent a picture of the uh, chainsaw gun from um, what's that? Gears of War. Gears of War. Yeah. <laughs> I said, this is, this is the Australian version of the McLeod tool. Because <laughs> it kills uh, snakes. <laughs> Everything else tries to kill you. <laughs> <Trees. Yeah. laughs> that was wicked. The, uh, yeah, it was, it was good. It was a good good recap. Again, it's always good to get out there for that initial before kind of everything really kicks off and get that retouch mm-hmm. on all the equipment again. Just, I guess, especially seeing as we added a, a pump to the bush yeah. the bush truck there, if you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, for sure. So we, uh, we as in Dennis, one of our members, added a mount for our Wickman pump to our brush truck. Um, 
So it's got a um, what they call the first out system. So it's a high pressure uh, pump that's mounted on the back of that where um, <clears throat> that's great for your three quarter inch, like very high pressure. Um, <clears throat> but you can't link up to a forestry inch and a half with it. So we ended up uh, uh, through Dennis mounting the Whitman pump to it. So we practiced that. Uh, which worked out really, really well. So at uh, going out of a inch and a half forestry line, uh, straight spray took just shy of six minutes to drain the tank on that, which is, I don't think, an accurate representation of what we'd be doing in the field um, with, with that pump, with that setup, but it is a great, op a great option for us to have. So I think it, the way, <clears throat> when it was being explained to me, the way I looked at it, it was like, okay, we're in a position... Mm -hmm something's flared up really bad and if we don't stop it like the bush truck's the only thing that could get into that space and this thing could help us stop it it's, it's a lot of water quickly mm -hmm. but i mean it you know the, the normal the normal high pressure low volume stuff is just not gonna yeah. hit it but that mm -hmm. that would help in those situations where we know we can get in there a little bit deeper with the bush truck and we know that that was going to do do the business a little bit better so yeah that high pressure uh low low volume first out that we have it's awesome for the low low line brush, um, basically fire that doesn't carry carry a lot of fuel to it. Um, you get into thicker brush, bigger trees. It's not really the the tool for the job. So if you start seeing that, okay, we're about to progress into that kind of a uh, an area. Yeah, that's where that wick pump with uh, a little bit more of the water is really gonna pay uh, dividends. I think so. Yeah. That was really good. And another thing to mention about that practice for us was it was our first uh, integration with our recruits. Yes. So they got put into the fold as well. Of, and, of, the, and of the full crew. Of the full crew. Right. Yeah. So that was, it was really neat to see uh, all, all the firefighters interact <clears throat> with our new rookies. Um, right. Went uh, really well. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. New again, it's always good to see the new guys and see what they're kind of you try and pick up on their work ethic right you try and pick up mm. on what kind of what they're like you know like mm. whether they're going to get after it straight away if they're the kind of people to put their hand up or if they're kind of you're going to wait back a little bit just try and gauge them a little bit there so that again right. when we get to any fire rain situation we know a little bit or a lot more about mm. the kind of people that we're going to be working around it's important i think back to that in the wick pump too is if it's good because if we if we go into a like we get deep into the grass fire and then uh, maybe a chopper comes and drops uh, a, a bladder mm -hmm. we can detach that, that pump or maybe we come across a creek we can detach that pump and uh, it kind of can become its own unit to fight fire Absolutely. while the while the bush truck takes off mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. goes and does more yeah so because we we've now put some forestry line on uh, on Correct. our bush truck yeah. so it could be if if it has its own water source be it like scott says a uh, portable bladder uh, a creek lake whatever it is it can be completely self-sustained uh, as long as it has fuel. Mm -hmm. So if you're out there laying X amount of lengths of uh, forestry line and then you got your uh, econo line coming off off of that, that thing could be a standalone pump. Just as long as it's got water, it's uh, feeding the system. So yeah. Aw awesome addition to the truck for sure. Yeah, and then actually we got to test out the throw bags too. Yeah, yeah speaking of econo line, yeah. we, uh, so we did our... We did our hose layout of how, just showing the newer people how, to, how the hose layout works. Even some of our senior people, because it's a fairly new system we have with our um, with our multiple Cleveland rolls. And then just how they connect together um, basically becomes a chain. And we can deploy 1,500 feet of hose we have, I think, on our mm -hmm. trucks now. So we can do 1,500 feet of uh, forestry line. 
And then we added the, I was showing them the, the new throw bags. Now, when I say throw bags, we've, since we, we realized we don't have to throw it. Like, mm-hmm. It was actually pretty well uh, tested. We, you know, I actually rolled out one of the, uh, one of the icona lines in the roll, like we usually use, and it kind of was like, right, in the, yeah. in the grass, and just kind of got hung up like we knew it would. Is it a hundred foot or uh, fifty foot? Fifty con line. So then we got the throw bag. So we have you know, and everybody's seen the video. If, we, if you haven't, what, it's on it's on a YouTube page, right? Yeah, YouTube and Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What's that link, Carl? You <laughs> <laughs> don't know. We have the bottom of this, uh, <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> um, and what what happened is that as a, as Rob actually was walking it out. I just kind of put my knee on it, and then I I, I screwed it into the um, the water thief as he was walking out. And by the time he got to the end, which is the nozzle end, he was uh, he, he clipped the bag to himself, and and I I had given him water, so it was it was really good because he didn't have to try to roll it out and untangle it from weeds and trees because he just like walk it out. So you can walk it actually over bushes. Um, yeah, it's basically like a rope. The worst is in the sagebrush. I've always found using yeah. the Econo because you know tra- traditionally if it's just a little straight roll or a donut roll or something, it's you know, you try and spread it out, and it just gets caught up like yeah. on barbs, and then the second yeah. it's charged, now you're really fighting it. Yeah. So if you can get it over top yeah. of it, or this is cool because I, I we didn't really try it in the sagebrush, but I was thinking if if as we're walking through the sagebrush, you keep it high, like even yeah. on your shoulder, so it's tight, and then the guy at the at the main line holds it, yeah. and then it'll stay tight as you get to the fire, and then you go from there. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because once it's charged, it's it's easier to handle. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed to work quite well. And then we showed the guys the, the water bottle trick, sort of. <laughs> oh, with the, with the bottle cap? Yeah, because we were talking to, uh, we had the little um, the little nozzles. I can't remember what those are called. We just called them our forestry nozzles, like the little tiny guys yeah, that, yeah. that you yeah. bought us. Yeah. Um, and I said, you know, if you these are really expensive. Well, in the in the relativeness of the wildland gear, it, that nozzle is actually probably the most expensive thing. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the, the, the Econoline is dirt cheap, and mm-hmm. even the hose isn't that expensive, but the, those little nozzles are... Right. Yeah, like everything else in the kit is almost throwaway. Like yeah. a hose will get burnt out, whatever. Yeah. You know, the, your water thieves are plastic. Like yeah. everything's pretty. But those those little nozzles are kind of brass. Want them. Like, <laughs> yeah, brass cost money. So, <laughs> so I said, if you if you do lose one, or you, you know, there's a trick that uh, Spencer learned from one of the forestry guys, I believe. And you can take your water bottle lid, pull it off, crack a hole in it, and shove it on, and it becomes like a little mini nozzle. Mm-hmm. Of course, we tried it. Once it worked great, and then we tried it on a different one, and it blew right off. So, <laughs> evidently, it's uh, it's it's, it's bottle specific. So we got to figure out what bottles are. Yeah, the quality of the cap, yeah. <laughs> like this one here, nice. Not versus yeah. Yeah. Versus I, that actually, one. I think it was these these less uh, Skookum ones oh. were working better. I, think. Uh, I don't know. Grabs on the threads. We're gonna, have to, we're gonna play around with those. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> Video to follow. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> So you, you just need a more robust bottle, I bet. Well, where is one of your old, those ones in there? I came across one of those the other day. I was like, what is this piece yeah. of glory? Yeah. <laughs> Good quality water. Yeah, so I mean, overall, we had three stations, three or four stations going. And again, we're we're still, we're not in the midst. Like, that, that COVID thing's dying off. Well, not, I shouldn't say it's dying off. It's, it's, it's our it's restrictions, are, loose. our restrictions <laughs> are loosening right now. So, yeah. you know, but we're still... I think that night we would have done three groups anyways. It's just easier. We've done that before in the past. Yep. It's just easier to have everybody in those groups and do it all in one night. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from my perspective, it went really well. Again, it's always nice to, to do that retouch before we start really getting back into the season. 
um, adding on to a new few new things. I learned something new with the like I've never seen drafting, drafting right on off the bus. Off the bus. Yeah, I don't never. think a lot of people. Yeah. Every time that we went through that, right. I think there was at least two people per group that's like, "Oh, really?" Yeah, because yeah. we had the discussion. You and I were in. Like, yeah. When was the last time we drafted off this bush truck? Like, so I don't remember. Make sure we do. Yeah. Sure, shit. Yeah, there was yeah. A, a solid group that were like, "Oh yeah," because I mean, always touch wood. Yeah. Back, always you have a water supply that comes and you either get out of it or it pumps into you or whatever. And then you go and bugger off back to the fire. But what if you're out there and there's a perfectly good creek next to you? So yeah. we explained that, showed how fast the thing actually replenishes. It'll replenish twice as fast as it can dump, dump itself out. Like it fills right. quickly. So if it was six minutes to drain, we were just over three minutes to fill. So yeah, you you're could actually fight quick. Yeah, you could you could sit at a creek with that thing. Mm -hmm. Just dead. keep reloading the tank and keep firing. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first out? <laughs> first out. Yeah. yeah. Man, I tell you. Our quick spray? Mm -hmm. No. Not even worth drafting. No way. Eh? No. I could probably pee in the tank faster than Phil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, you should have done it. Horrible. Get <laughs> oh, yourself yeah. first day. That's one of our biggest problems with it. Yeah. Is, uh, it just it just is not nice to right. nice to draft. Hey, did you guys try to draft? Because we have a first, we have a quick spray as well. So we one were only drafting off of the first out. Hmm. Um, yeah, we should have we, we talked about, oh, yeah, I think it blew it out of the water. Yeah. Give us that. Another video. There you go. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But we did talk about both of the trucks because, yeah, we do have a, a first out. We do have a quick spray. We've had the quick spray uh, a little longer. A lot longer. Uh, a, lot, a lot longer. <laughs> um, it still yeah. works great. Yeah. Gets the just, job done. It it's the same idea, it, right? Yeah. There's uh, there's a bunch of people that are making the same thing. Yeah. I happen to think that the first out, not because of our ties to the manufacturer. I mean, it just does a better job. Just so. quality. Yeah. But it helps. Yeah, but hell, but hell. Well, yeah, yeah. anything goes wrong, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. on it. And that thing, that thing's like mm -hmm. it's bulletproof, man. Like, it is, yeah. Very rarely mm -hmm. have we ever had an issue. Battery died, and there was there's an always the manual start. So it was, it was well, it's fixed. Yeah. It's made by a guy who makes farm equipment. Yeah, so he understands mm -hmm. the concept of you, you got to make it like durable, and then you got to make it like once it breaks, you got to be able to fix it with like a paperclip. Yeah, <laughs> that's what Just farmers do. Like, farmers, you know, farmers are like, yeah, this thing broke. I can't. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, firefighter am farmer proof. I mean, this thing you have to look at behind this starts to work again. <laughs> yeah, we actually we got a video on that as well. Dennis did one for us, so that's on the YouTube as well as on yeah. the Facebook. So if you want a little preview of what yeah. that is, you can even actually, if you're looking for one, he'll either make you one as well. Um, obviously, there's a cost involved. He isn't. <laughs> he is a business, but uh, yeah, take a look. It's worth having a look at. Yeah, that's a Honda motor too, right? It is. Correct. Yeah. Which is, I, I realized now. Like, I, I kind of knew this, but I was like, because our we were playing with our. Um, our new portable pump, yeah, which is also a Honda motor. Mm -hmm. So all we, it's interesting because we have uh, all the same motors on our fans, all the same motors on our pumps, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's, it's simple for for everybody because then yeah. we all understand. Oh, that's uh, and we don't have to be like, okay, does this one? How does this one work again? What, how much choke does this thing need? And all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. just like on, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah, as as a you know as a person as a department, I think we're all very brand loyal once we find something that works mm. um if you look at uh our apparatus uh like our rescue truck our water tender our new water tender that we're making they're all going to have the same kubota pump on it right so that's just that uh you you want to have that same familiarity with it um so you're not fumbling all of our all of our saws all yeah. of, like they're all the same brand right. all of our smaller pumps are all the same 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 brand find something if it works but don't be afraid to look at other options yeah. so 
Yeah, always keep you, looking. Yeah. You don't want to be stuck. Yeah. Going, well, it works. Why are why we, oh, why, why why we looking at something mm-hmm. different? Yeah. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we do try a lot of different things, but yep. I mean, we try. We were talking about this the other night. We try yeah. a lot more than most departments. That's right. And sometimes we fall flat in our face. And that's right. You know, we never try it, like, for the first time. We're never going to do it right in the middle of a fire. Yeah. Well. I mean, maybe. Well, it's rare. We try it. <laughs> I mean, sometimes we pull, a, like, an odd tactic out of our hat. Yeah. That, we didn't that we saw once <laughs> like, let's try this because everything else nothing else is working nothing else is yeah. working right but um, for the most part everything's tested on the training grounds right? yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like even our openness to battery tools I mean that speaks volumes like if you look back five ten years ago and mm-hmm. you said ah hey what do you think about battery tools nah never drunk mm-hmm. right well and that a lot of that stems from we it's kind of it's one of the problems with being like people that are We'll do things mm-hmm. when, as soon as we see it. Like, hey, let's try this new thing. Okay, well, when we tried the new thing 20 years ago when his battery tools first started coming out, the they, new thing they wasn't sucked. that great. Yet. So we're like, well, these things are terrible. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that stuck with us. Yeah. With a few of the guys, and we're like, those battery tools are terrible. Mm-hmm. But over time, obviously, technology's gotten much better. So now we're finally leaning back towards mm-hmm. it again. So, yeah. We've got some small battery tools on the truck now, and yeah. there was some solid talk about. Our next set of rescue tools would be looking at uh, uh, battery over mm-hmm. hydraulic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ditto. Speaking of bits on the truck, we actually uh, we just got our other G1s too, didn't we? Just a couple more G1s. So mm-hmm. both our Unit 1 and Unit 2 now are fully equipped with G1s. So yeah, Unit 1 and 2 have been G1s for a while now. Mm-hmm. So and it's our, the rescue. The rescue right? truck, yeah. we've got another pair on there. So yeah. we're, we're two. Rescue? Yeah, so it's going to be two in the back. Um, so I'm sure your two outside doors will have it, <laughs> but, uh, so we're two away from being fully outfitted, which would be good on all of our first out trucks, yeah. like our water tender, our, um, and our officer truck. They have fire holes. The other yeah. ones? Yeah. 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 G1s are nice. I like G1s. Just quick mm-hmm. snap on real fast. That yeah. quick connect. I like getting new stuff because every time we get new stuff, our older stuff that's still certified goes into training. Yeah. It goes <laughs> to training, which can go to seminar. <laughs> so it's less of a scramble. And then that opens up our training because now we can do more crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> safely. <laughs> Always Correct. safely. Yeah. Thanks for adding that, that caveat. Um, this week, or this month, in fact, as we had said before, is obviously Stop the Bleed. We have been doing some videos um, as well. We've got like a 45-minute classroom session and then moving into, I believe, six or seven different scenarios which we put together as well, which we then filmed over at the training grounds with, uh, with Todd and Scott going through those things, including wound packing. Um, on, on different wound areas um, and then obviously some things that you can use. It's mainly for kind of teaching the course, but it's still a great watch and still a lot of information in there as well. So um, that will be dropping probably probably Monday. Right. Probably Monday. I, I'm probably going to have something, the final piece together. I've got most of it done. I've got one last piece. Oh, tomorrow done. Monday? Tomorrow's Monday, yes. Yeah. So it should, it should, nice. be, should be by end of play. We almost call it today. If you're hearing this. Yeah, it would be today. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, so that will be coming out. But let's uh, let's talk about that because in two days, this, uh, what is this on? Uh, May 26th uh, here in British Columbia, it is the second annual Stop the Bleed Day. 
So I know uh, we got emails uh, a while ago from uh, our head uh, trauma nurse who was in charge of the programs. Um, she wanted us to try and reach out in our communities as best we can with the restrictions in place uh, to promote it, whether it's just in a small family group or what have you, and start thinking about doing some, um, some training again come summer. Perfect. So, yeah, it sounds like, as we know, the restrictions will keep lifting slowly, and then we'll start doing some, uh, some dis- she called it distancing training, like uh, small groups and whatnot. So we'll figure that out as, as it goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ours was just a couple of us. It wasn't anything crazy with what we were doing. And no, we were there great. in the training ground. So. And it was raining. Yeah. I don't know if that helps or not. <laughs> COVID's afraid of the rain, right? Yeah, <laughs> Takes it. Yeah. <laughs> it the good thing we did with the well, I think the good thing we did with those videos was um, was the fact that we we kind of gave everybody different scenarios. So we said, you know, this is for civilians, fire, and we did some law enforcement ones. Mm-hmm. So there's lots to choose from depending on who you're teaching. And I mean, that's just a, that's just scratching the surface. You can do multiple, multiple things. But absolutely, think, yeah. like we talked about before, it's like the stop the lead program. It's designed for everyone, right? So <clears throat> elementary schools, high schools, um, you know, Joe, business person who knows nothing about first aid um, versus, you know, layering that that course into your um, other responding agencies, right? Yeah. Your other, your, your own fire departments, work with your other paramedics, um, uh, bylaw, police, things like mm-hmm. that. It's a, it's a really good added on practice kind of skill set for the police. Because um, I know they're they like the uh, TCCC, mm-hmm. uh, that's their standard, and this is just another good little adjunct to help them train with it, um, and then build that teamwork too within your community. So that always helps. Well, yeah, I think you know TCCC takes like three days, three or four days to complete, and then uh, and then the um, stop the bleeds obviously. Well, I mean, it can be one hour, but ours is always about four hours. I think when we're done, yeah, which that's is probably the best way. To, and that's the trick with the course, like the course itself it's just a powerpoint it's a very basic course yeah. then you do some wound packing skills and some tourniquet applications however it's like the way we did these videos was to give you some some ideas to get that um you know those juices flowing and and think about how you can make it a fun high fidelity sim right yeah. like make it as realistic as possible with some good uh, knowledge base behind yeah. it and i think it's how uh, i'm selling it to one of the law enforcement agencies i said you know this is an hour-long session um it's free and then they did. We did it. I said, but you know, we can add some other stuff to it. And then we started adding stuff. And now it's actually literally ingrained in their um, curriculum. And it, you know, it goes over three weeks. But it's not like three full weeks to stop the bleed. It's you know, every time they do something after every every before every lunch break, it's you're per- you're down. Turn it on. So it's, you know, all the recruits have turnikets in their pockets, and so we it's now integrated in the system. So you know, it, it started as as a one hour. Um, addition to the academy, but now it's over months or not months, over weeks of their training during their um, use of force. It's a huge yeah. achievement, yeah. huge mm-hmm. achievement to be able to get that in there and solidify that into the now standard practice of training. Right. It's going to save so many more lives. Right. Just look at that layering effect that you talk about too in training, right? Like, and that's why I think it adapted so well to that agency is because it works well and in the way they train. Um, you can throw that in, and mm. it just builds that confidence before they get out on the street. It was such a it's such a quick thing you can add because you're not changing policy, you're not changing anything. It's just you're adding a quick um, little quick skill, and it should take you less than thirty seconds to apply a tourniquet. So mm-hmm. it's just an extra thirty seconds in their training. But you do that every you know you do that two or three times a day. That 
you know, muscle memory over and over again. It's just, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And even, and even to, to the same point for firefighters, same thing. Yeah. You know, we talk about this all the time when we're talking about, again, these, these training simulations we do, we, we build that layer in, we get the different skill sets, we get them all together, and then we run a simulation or a, a scenario based uh, thing that we can then use all those skills in. This is just another one of those things that you can add into that, whether it's an MVI when I what you're dealing with, uh, whether it's a, a mass casualty, whether it's you know a firefighter down situation, they've slipped and there's rebar through their leg, and you've got to get them out of the building, so you're lifting them to, to remove. You know what I mean? There's a whole many, a whole bunch of different scenarios you can mm -hmm. use this for, and still add it into even the key core components. I see a lot of the courses now are um, what they teach is a half day of uh, CPR have to uh, stop the bleed because it's basically those two things together the amount of lives I could save because if, if you look at a first, an average first aid course most of that stuff like it's not saving lives it's it's you know you're bettering the patient you know but yeah. but that that CPR that wound packing or not wound packing that CPR and that stop the bleed that's that's literally saving lives Exactly. I mean, they're always going to have the content in their basic splinting and, yeah. and positioning for comfort measures for people and stuff leading up to a transport. However, like you said, the, the things that are actually going to make a difference to save somebody's life is that massive hemorrhage control. Because as we know, we've discussed, that's the biggest thing that's going to um, uh, cause a loss of life or sorry, not mm -hmm. cause a loss of life is by getting on top of that bleeding and controlling it or stopping it. And then the CPR. Yeah. So those are those are two huge push. And that's what we should really be practicing. Yeah. Yeah, um, the video I think is going to do extremely well. Um, not just because we're going to be now releasing it on Tuesday instead of Monday, seeing as it's the, <laughs> seeing as it's the second annual, but um, I think it's going to do really well. There's a lot of really good, solid content in there. And again, you if you're looking at it from a point of view of I want to learn something, there's still a lot there. But if you are a trainer of Stop the Bleeding, you want to be able to take your classes up and to another level, another notch. This is the, the video set for you. It's going to show you exactly how to do that um, and give you some really good ideas, tips, pointers to be able to really expand that, especially if you're looking at then teaching different different uh, different law enforcement agencies or whether it's firefighters or even the public. It's it's all applicable. So, yeah, it yeah. would be a good Especially, one. like you say, the public, like, you know, the one video we show uh, with the mountain bikers, right? Like, this is, this is mm -hmm. anybody. Like, this is any act of people that want to be out in the boat. Um, it's really good to learn. Um, the other one is, um, uh, like I said, the mountain bike one is, is fantastic because they cover everything we kind of talk about. Um, but coming up in a hunting season again, mm -hmm. for myself, I plan on getting out to our wildlife um, uh, foundation and our local gun ranges right. and seeing if those uh, federations and groups want to, you know, when they hold a meeting night, maybe yeah. do something like that as well. Right. Yeah. Quality. Yeah, super, super awesome, important skill everybody should have, regardless of what it is. And if you're going to choose one over, you know, a new course to learn this year, that's definitely one to do. Like you say, it's quick, it's easy. You don't need to be a rocket science. Science, you just need a tourniquet in your pocket and some shit to pack into a hole. Like, it's not, it's not crazy. <laughs> it really ain't. So it's like a Saturday night. <laughs> hey, rim shot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of messes. <laughs> Is that your transition? Mm, that's going to be no. Oh, so the, the boys... <laughs> The boys went on a bit of a uh, terrible... You know what? I'll, I'll leave it one of you. I don't even... I don't even want to start. 
Sure. Yeah, I don't know how far we're going to do it, but <laughs> <laughs> it was just the fact that, uh, and I, I was I was kind of pointing this out to the new the new guys because they, they came and they like they didn't come to the call, but uh, just the fact that you know this isn't all uh, this isn't all putting up fires and being awesome. All high service. fives and yeah. fires. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a public service, um, and sometimes it means uh, dealing with the remains of somebody and as gracefully as we can. Yeah, Gracefully is a good word. Yeah. Gracefully and respectfully yeah. as you can, right, to help with the body removals and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah, we were we were tasked with that. We called uh, last week, a weeks ago, um, to to uh, to assist another agency, and unfortunately, that agency was a uh, was a body removal company, and uh, it was a few weeks in there. Yeah. Yeah, I think we had uh, one quote was that the. The occupant was like five weeks, five weeks late for rent, and that was their like that person's last point of contact with them. Not saying that's how long the deceased yeah. was there for, but just to paint a, a, a bit of a picture, that's uh, that's kind of a, the time frame that we're working with here. And um, the uh, uh, body recovery uh, team, there was two of them, and they were very very gracious to have our yeah. assistance there because it's something we don't normally because i know a couple of guys are like oh we got called to that like why and it's like well they, they didn't need help because it was mm. you know a bigger person and well, who, who do you call yeah who else do you call <laughs> yeah. like, it, it comes back to this thing you know who do you call yeah, when, some, when you don't when you don't when you don't have an answer to fix something you call the fire department because there's probably someone there that's going to do something mm-hmm. so we came and uh thank god for scba yep yeah but uh mm-hmm. Yeah, without getting into it too much, it was uh, definitely uh, not the uh, not the task a lot of people sign up for when they sign up to be on the fire department. Yeah. 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 And a lot of decon afterwards. I was going to say, I was just about to say, yeah. again, when we go back into that decon process, it's really important. Again, luckily, because of everything that's happened recently over the past little while, we have a very solid process in place now for, yeah. for decon. And again, it, mm-hmm. it works might have stepped up the steps a few times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just... did the steps a few times over yeah. and over again. Yeah. But the process worked. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And if we didn't have those things in place, especially with the ozone machine and things like that, really yeah. kind of dampen those smells and take that away. Yeah. Um, quality. Yeah. yeah. But it does come down to we're volunteer firefighters, and there's times you're going to be called upon to do things that mm-hmm. you didn't sign up for. Or you didn't know, sorry, you didn't know you signed up for it. When you signed up for it, because yeah. you know we, you know we we always run the new guys. You know, you're obviously gonna fight fires. You're probably gonna see an accident or two in your time, or more, or hundreds. You're probably gonna see, you know, someone that deceased died in a terrible way, or, or someone that's just died another way. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't necessarily describe or talk about those times. Right. So. so when when I I was on the truck there, and when we arrived. And I kind of got a grasp of what the situation was. I was not feeling it. Feeling like getting myself in that situation that day. And so I asked one of the other guys on the truck and he... It was the day before your birthday, so... We... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want that in my, in my mind, really. Yeah. Or nose. Yeah. And yep. so yeah. I just asked him and he was... I was very grateful that he... Yeah. He... Mm-hmm stepped up to the plate for me and, and took my spot and I just took over his truck duties. So yeah. I went to work as hard as I could yeah. on some other tasks. Right? 
But that's that's super important. That's what being part of our team, right? Is mm-hmm. is knowing your limits, and when you want to tap out for whatever reason, that's why we have each other back, right? That's the that's team right. environment. We need to know mm-hmm. how each other work. And when you're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not digging this one. Can somebody else fill in? Mm-hmm. You jump in and do it. And this is a like this is a call where there isn't no lives are on the line. Everything is. We weren't. Like, we're rush. walking around. We didn't. No. Yeah, we weren't. Yeah. We were driving routine there. Yeah. There was no rush whatsoever. Yeah. So. That kind of, that situation to me was, it was a lot easier for me to walk out on. If it's something on a scene that's a little more dynamic and a little more life and death, that's, it's, you kind of have to step up a little more than that, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think as I was crossing the threshold of the door, I was in my head, I'm like, you gotta have to steal yourself. Oh, here we go. We're going in. And you go in, deal with the situation. And one thing I was doing is I was watching the eyes of everybody else that was with me. And yeah. part of that was to make sure everyone's doing okay. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Because yeah, you you maybe then the that's, when, that's when it's time mm-hmm. to tap out. Mm-hmm. But you're in there. So we're looking around and everyone's kind of nodding their head. Yeah, we're good. Mm-hmm. Still good. We're still good. Yeah. And to paint the picture for the listeners is SCBA being worn. Yeah. Right. Uh, for how Full bad PD. it was. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, so I think, you know, like you said there, Kev, it's important to know at least not necessarily your limitations consistently like over a time period, but just like, hey, you know what? Know them today. This isn't it for me today. Mm -hmm. I'm not happy with this. Can somebody else do this for me? Yep, no problem. Mm -hmm. We'll do that for you. Mm -hmm. And again, it comes back to that, you know, family thing. Just know your limits. Don't don't push yourself over them because you're only going to do yourself damage. And if you're in there dealing with a situation and it gets worse... Well, now you're really in the shit, and so is everybody else. So, yeah. know it before you start. Holly. Uh, yeah. Anyone got anything else? Pretty short one this evening, but I think, uh, you know, we've... When I've done the shadows, yeah, that always takes an hour. <laughs> <laughs> let's belt for the show. It's pretty quick. Uh, let's start Barbos. Barboys right off the hop. Yeah. Uh, Brotherhood Academy Radio. Uh, those guys are down in Maine and they're fighting for a dying breed. Yep. Um, <laughs> now the song's all over. Let's <laughs> get stuck in there. Did they not release an episode today? I don't know if they did. I, I didn't checked. see it pop up on my feed. What's I checked. On? Yeah. Oh, they're like super quiet on the chat too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't heard from them for. There's a couple of ha-has too. <laughs> 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 Yeah, well, yeah, what is going on with them? Yeah. Where you at, boys? Where you at, bar boys? They're at exactly. The bar. They're at the bar. They're at the bar, boys. They're at the bar, boys. Uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> East Coast American, um, aggressive firefighters, uh, also really into uh, uh, training when they can. Obviously, right, right now, things are a little different, but it sounds like they're still getting after it as best they can. Um they release an episode uh, almost weekly these these, <laughs> these weeks here. Uh, really good group. So uh, if you've been listening to us all all this time, you haven't made made, made your way over there. You probably shouldn't. So check them out. Absolutely. Brotherhood Academy Radio Podcast. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. then we'll go straight over to Motus. Me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Modus. Mm-hmm. It's like the Modus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Modus spokesperson. Yeah, yeah. Officially, you are now. <laughs> and I still haven't actually used it on a fire scene. <laughs> we well, used mine the other me. day. <laughs> we used mine the other day for yeah, exactly. uh, decoupling. Uh, yeah. my name. Right? New <laughs> <laughs> so once they send me one, then I'll start. Rob is really the spokesman for her. <laughs> he's like yeah. the talent. He's like, yeah, he's the poster boy. The poster boy. Straight poster boy. No, there just hasn't been much opportunity to use it on on a fire lately so uh, actually sorry no I did I used it at the structure fire we had a couple months ago at the auto body shop down a couple a couple of hoses yeah. so I think you handed it to mm-hmm. me too didn't you? yeah I think yeah mm-hmm. so there we go group effort yeah and modus best tool in the world <laughs> <laughs> snagger tool uh, yeah we, we, we talked about snagger tools from the start uh, it's it's what like our first is it our first I don't want to say it's like well, then uh, definitely not sponsor. Yeah, sponsor more of, uh, more of a, it was one of the things. first people that started sending us stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. First yeah. to play with and try. Yeah, it was it was good. So, yeah, the, the tool. I mean, it does you know it moves hose, it uh, uncouples hose. Obviously, we're talking about couples hose. Um, you you cut a windshield with it. Yep. Um, you hang your gear. On right. it. You can use it as uh, as the egress anchor. Yeah, mm-hmm. we haven't done that. Right. I'd like to play, play that. a little bit, yeah. You should get Todd to do that. Can you dress it up a building? You bet you're putting holes in buildings. My shoulder through the wall this time. <laughs> um, yeah, we should try that one. Mm-hmm. You guys think? Yeah. Right. I'll get on that. RZ Mask. I heard some of them are back in stock now. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Good. All tools when we get about getting that code bucket, they did say right. that they would do that and she for us. Um, yeah, RZ masks. Uh, yeah, RZ masks. They were great, except for certain spells. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, but they're back in stock now. Step on by. We have a discount code. Uh, the discount code for them. Or do we still have that discount code? We do, or we will have. Oh, we we're trying. We're working on it right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, DTFF. It will be again, and that will get you thirty percent off eventually. But they had to cancel all of their discount codes for everybody just because of um, what was uh, what was going on with obviously they were getting people buying all the masks and then reselling them for an exorbitant amount more. Jesus, yeah. So smart business move, but still, yeah, yeah. excellent product for us. We utilize them for fire ground, yeah, ground, COVID ground, everything. Jump on the truck, throw them on now. Mm-hmm. If you're not going into SCBA, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And grass fire season coming up, they're going to be utilized a hell of a lot more soon. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. They're always really useful for that. That's literally where I find mine shine. That is, mm-hmm. that is the, the bingo right there. I even take mine home just to use it for like mowing the lawn when it gets dusty. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, my, 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 my spare, <laughs> I do have a spare. So. Yeah. yeah. Legion Engineered. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joel Struthers. Um, Legion Engineered, they've got a good website there where they sell a whole pile of different swag. Um, shirts, hoodies, hats, decals. Um, big portion of their proceeds will go to the uh, the area where they most sold. So if, uh, say, in Canada, they sell a good portion of it, those proceeds will go to support PTSD. Uh, same in the States or wherever. Uh, that varies, that fluctuates. Uh, very good, uh, good products. We like rocking our hats, um, and also he's uh, the author of uh, Appel, a Canadian in the French Foreign Legion. Yeah, 
Yeah, if you want to check out your tall tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> check <laughs> or out Stop the Bleed. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. on the Stop the Bleed for sure. He's actually got his own podcast now. He does? Oh, Joel does? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so it's not quite on... Uh, it's on YouTube. So if you search uh, Joel Struthers or Legion Engineer, I think it'll hotlink you over to that. Uh, it's going to be on um, all of your streaming platforms shortly, though. I was chatting with him the other day. Cool. Nice. So really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, C-Rat. Uh, the C-Rat, Seattle Rapid Access Tool, which uh, actually we were kind of hoping that we were going to get to bust out on that. Uh, when on the call that, when that call that went, that took a turn. Yeah, we thought uh, it was, we a, thought we thought it was, it was <laughs> like a fourth century, some sort of a, you know. Because we knew where it was. Yeah. We knew it was in an apartment building. We're like, oh, we're like, hey, you got the C-Rat on here? C-Rat no, time to shine, baby. Officer truck, we're going to be like, this is going to be good. Nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> How I wish I was just a C-Rat application. <laughs> yeah. uh, but if it would have been, uh, yeah, it's your uh, soft entry tool. Uh, gets you uh, into a premises um, without uh, leaving it where you can't leave it secured. So it's got the shove knife. It's got uh, um, uh, access to anything with a, uh, what do they call it, a, a latch plate. Mm-hmm. Um it's got a seatbelt cutter. Uh, you can hit things with it. <laughs> <laughs> it which, works. We used it in training. Which the other we used day. it for training yeah, the other for day. Entry practice. Yeah, cool. which is really cool. So it was the first time that we folded it into our actual full full fire department training. Uh, I had lined up a uh, force entry class, and Scott even said, "Is this why don't you do a bit of a soft entry as well?" Boom. So we trained on one of our doors, where it's like a hot dam. People can see. Uh, when and where it would come into use and into play where you know again you can leave the premises where it can be secured again so if it's not a life and death situation um as much as we all love to bust down the door mm. the seattle rapid yeah. access tool <laughs> rapidly accesses it <laughs> poor little old lady yes <laughs> really use it so although, uh, although in that case i don't think it would have done anything uh, she there had was, the deadbolt so, yeah. it doesn't defeat the deadbolt okay yeah or Better or a Halligan. Yeah. Halligan uses, uses a better room. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so, Ignition USA. Um, check that out. All the major social media platforms. Does he have other stuff yet? I know he's working on other stuff. Yeah. So, um, there is some other stuff. I don't have it up in front of me right. here. Um, bear with me if I can type super fast. Does he Does he have the clamp, though, that thing I've been I mean, using now? So... I'm not sure. However, he was one of the first people that was showing that to us. Right. Um, so essentially, it's a uh, it's a heavy duty. Um, and I've seen it all over. You know, different firefighters using them. Um, what are those things called? Like a clip, like that. It's like a big alligator clip. Yeah, big alligator clip. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a giant clothespin, metal. Like you've seen them right here. No, for what? Yes. So what, and you know, I've seen it all over um, YouTube, and then I finally actually saw um, mm-hmm. Jason do it when we when he was showing us the um, when we were down in Seattle, right? And uh, yeah, it's really good for door control because it's just a giant clamp. So you can, if you clamp it on the 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 doorknob side, you can have really good flow control, like flow path. You can close the door, and it'll, and it'll actually close without the door latching. It's also good. That's excellent for apartment buildings because you can go in and do a medical call, put the put the clamp over the door, the actual door itself, and then it mm-hmm. kind of closes and leaves the door off its pin. But then what we did at the uh, removal we did the other day when I came in because that was an apartment, 
when I, I opened the door as full open as I could, and rather than put a door wedge in like we usually do, the door wedge would have got possibly got hung up on the um, gurney. Right. So I I use I put it on the hinge side of the door, and when you put it on the hinge side, it actually keeps the door propped open almost a full. Mm-hmm. So that's what. Uh, um, so I. Well, I saw what Jason used when in, in action. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's got a couple other things out right now uh, that's available to the public. He's got some pretty cool stuff coming down the pipe right now as well. So uh, obviously he's got the Sea Rat, which we've been talk- talking about now. Uh, right on the website there, seventy nine ninety nine. Uh, he's got a uh, pretty sweet trucker hat. Uh, <laughs> I'm just scrolling down. Uh, he's got his uh, your trucker has. his door jam strap, which is pretty sweet. So we were talking right. about that the other day. So it goes over top of each door knob, uh, just does, doesn't allow the door to latch. So again, like if you don't care if it closes, if you're in a situation where and he the, sells those, where the he does sell those oh, are oh. out on the so so it's like a neoprene strap. Yeah, exactly. And like, I think a lot of people have these. I've seen a bunch of them out there, but these things work like a hot dam. Huh. So, Rubber. Yeah, it is rubber. Yeah, it is kind of rubbery as well, yeah. Anyway, uh, so he's got that, and he's got his uh, wedges, which go really well with with the C-Rat. And then lastly... Classic Punisher tool helmet sticker. So it's got a whole it's bunch of uh, fifty of them. Well, I, I, I think I may have one on my helmet already. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what he has available right now. Um, if you like what you see there, DTFF twenty twenty for twenty uh, percent off. Um, and again, just keep keep looking on ignitionusa dot us. It's his website, but again, he's, he's all over all, all the social medias, um, Facebook, Insta, TikTok, <laughs> actually. Um, check it out. Yeah. Uh, am I forgetting anyone, something, probably, maybe? It's yeah, we were going to throw, uh, we were going to, well, speaking of. So there, yeah, there was one, right? When, uh, so somebody the other day was nice enough to uh, give us a shout out. Give us a pretty nice shout out, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dalmatian Productions uh, have the Five Alarm Task Force, uh, Stephen Green, uh, says right here, former volunteer firefighter EMT in NC and NY, uh, creator and host of uh, podcast Five, Five Alarm Task Force, gave us, uh, he was going through all of his uh, like favorite uh, firefighter podcasts, and he, he spoke really nicely of us. I think it's just a quick, quick little shout out, but he was, you know... Have a listen to this podcast, this podcast, this podcast. So make sure you listen to the DTF boys. These guys are, they're crazy. They, da, da, da. like, he spoke well of us. He says it's a really good. He's group. obviously listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> he's obviously actually listened yeah, to it. Yeah, so he's listened to us because he knows a, a, Yeah, that's what it was. It was a riot. Right, so, right. yeah, like. <laughs> We're, we're not trying to be that. The that opposite story. of what those guys do. And you'll be <laughs> <laughs> it's, true. it's true. Well, if you flick through a lot of the podcasts, there's a lot it of is, really good yeah. content, but a lot of it can be very serious a lot mm-hmm. of the time. And we try not to do that all the time. We try and give you the, the straight knowledge, but mm-hmm. and we're serious when we're on the training ground, which yep. you'll see in our video content a lot as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, when we comes to the podcast, man, it's <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> just lost. Are we nice talking about are. the same podcast? <laughs> are we still recording? <laughs> <laughs> are we talking about us? 
Yeah, no, no. I mean, it is true. We, uh, I mean, even tonight, like, it's tough. We sit down and we talk about some pretty serious things, like Stop stop the Bleed. Uh, we talk about the call that we were just, just on this past week. I mean, those are moments where we have to get our shit together and actually speak like professionals. <laughs> but then there's the flip side of it where, hey, we are your regular jackass, like we all are, and we act like it, and we try to put some fun yeah, well, Todd's, <laughs> Todd's packing shit on Saturday night, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> code <laughs> <laughs> that's something deep dark web <laughs> yeah. yeah uh and then well we have us as mm-hmm. well we do some things we do stuff from places and we definitely do it all over the interwebs wherever we can so all across social medias you will find us except for the dark web <laughs> except for the dark web maybe yeah. you'll find todd on there yeah we have todd and his tools on the dark web <laughs> But uh, you will find us on YouTube. That's where all of our media content goes. You'll also find us on Facebook, which is where our main audience tends to sit. Um, and you'll definitely find us on Instagram, TikTok too, with the shorter versions are we of on our TikTok? videos. We are. We should oh, have shorter yeah. versions of our videos. Actually, sure. I think I may have deleted the TikTok. It now, is <laughs> way safer to do that. I'm just taking a valid space in my phone. Yeah. It, well, it's not even that. You just have valid space in my day. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes turn into oh, where did the day go? It's dark outside. Uh, <laughs> like when you open the bathroom door, you're like, hello. No, no, you, you, can't, you can't walk anymore. Have <laughs> all my staff left? Scrolling over the bathroom. <laughs> Help me. Help me. Uh, no blood in the lens. It happens. Uh, yes. <laughs> you can find us uh, on all of those things. And again, if you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, our YouTube channel has uh, has grown audience-wise dramatically over the past little while. We really, truly appreciate the fact that you are going and doing that for us. Um, it's definitely very helpful. We went from 6,000 views to 7,000 views in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. It was very, very, uh, very, very appreciated. And it also shows that some of the content that we've got there is watchable it's for its entirety. Yep. Yeah. So I think the, uh, <laughs> some of it, just some of it, uh, just, just some of it. Uh, we speak so highly. It's funny though. The Sierra, the Sierra video actually was it's one of the ones to get. Yeah. My, my, my son might aspects. actually be impressed by it. Yeah. yeah. My son's like, well, this this guy, this gamer, has got hundred thousand views. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not me. I'm five with seven. <laughs> yeah, seven, really? Everyone's got to start somewhere, kid. Move along. <laughs> But uh, that guy's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going really well. Um, just on a brief note, we dropped another video today, which was just a little bit of a workout, which the guys are all going to be getting into now. We've got a few more people that are going to be dropping in on that too. So it's uh, a good little one if you're looking to try and get back after things a little bit, especially after all the the quarantine pains that we've been dealing with. So something to look at there. And yeah, make sure that you get on that. Uh, get on the YouTube, subscribe. You will get notifications on there for when we get to uh, drop in that video. Probably if you're listening to this now, either today or tomorrow for the full stop for bleed. Um, yeah, video. So that is it. Any more for any more? No. Ash. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh there is one more talk ah. yeah just want to bring up uh the other week there one of our fire departments close to us uh midway they lost a member uh sudden cardiac arrest um he was in his late 30s um uh sounded like a lot of their members were actually doing cpr on him with uh, ehs mm. and he didn't uh, didn't survive and so they're struggling with it so our hearts are out to them and if they need anything to 
please reach out. 37, man. It's young. That's harsh. Yeah. 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 Um, just goes to show. Anyone, anywhere, anytime. That's right. Uh, Todd. Yes. <laughs> what did I do now? Say goodnight. <laughs> yes. Good night, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> Scott. Good night. Kev. Good evening. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs> Stay safe. Stay DTFF.